with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. This is not a test. This is really happening. This is Chris, Jack, and Matt all together. For do, real. Doing a radio show. Yeah. I mean, only two of them in the next three weeks. Beggars can be choosers. This is what you get. Oh, Good morning. Yeah, I take a little bit of holidays. I it do. Everybody says, why do you take so much vacation? I'm like, because I got, I got that much. I mean, it's just kind of the way it works. But You've been here a long time, so it, you earned it. it yeah. is good. You know what? And then I think it makes us all better. Like, you know, Jack, you just are coming back from a vacation, and it just it, it, it helps, you know what? Because if you just keep going and going, you sooner or later you just lose your oomph. Yeah. What's that thing that makes the heart grow fonder? Distance. Absence. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absence. And distance, Matt. Get away. <laughs> Coming up on the show, you are going to hear us talk about uh, the top uh, towns and cities in Alberta. They did a list of all of the great ones here in Canada, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about that before the show is through. How you got injured, strange and unusual ways. I got broken ribs I didn't know I had for like two weeks, and uh, you can't do anything about bro- broken ribs. In the old days, they used to tape you up, I think. Like, they used to tape really? you up I think that's stuff. what you need. I think you need like a full-body tensor. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Maybe bubble-wrapped up. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. crazy stories about other people that didn't know they were as hurt as they were, Yeah, and they, they told those stories. Uh, we uh, gave away so many tickets to Big Valley. Let's face it. It was I a game mean, show. Yeah, it, we got so, Big Valley is coming up, and we were so pumped about that. Yeah, you're and, not going to hear my those contests but yeah yeah but the love <laughs> we gave them away for sure you look at the eskimo tickets we gave away yeah and the love the love that you can have at big valley right it does exist we got lots of texts people are celebrating like 20 years of marriage by renewing vows of their campsites how many short-term hookups do you think there are at big valley infinite <laughs> that's impossible <laughs> yeah put three times three on your on your calculator and just keep pressing equals <laughs> <laughs> Chris used to do that and see how quick he get it to 888 years ago this is a true story it was either Playboy magazine uh, they said that um, like the Big Valley Jamboree and this was years ago was like top 10 places in the world to actually find a short term love and so the same speak. thing Alberta had another uh, event to tip, put a feather in their cap huh. for that same article Edson yeah. Ball Tournament was on there too oh really yeah <laughs> same idea what pretty easy article. to get late in Alberta <laughs> I guess that's what he's saying <laughs> oh man good to know you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris Jack and Matt podcast Good morning. Cloudy with a chance of showers and then a mix of sun and cloud with a high of 28. Well, it's finally here. Big Valley Jamboree Weekend has arrived. It all starts tomorrow night with a kiss and kickoff party with Luke Combs and Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. But the gates open at 8 o'clock this morning for all you campers to get set up. Now, remember, the 48th Avenue Bridge in the middle of Camrose is closed due to construction, but there are detours. You can head to BigValleyJamboree.com to see a detailed map. And a reminder that we have tickets for you to win at 6 this morning. The four late Humboldt Broncos players from St. Albert will be honored with a big gala this October. The event called the Jersey Gala will be taking place at the Enjoy Center with all proceeds going towards creating four scholarships in the names of Logan Hunter, Jackson Joseph, Connor Lucan, and Stephen Wack. Park benches in the boys' honor are also set to be installed. Work continues in Horlack Park for what is expected to be the largest heritage festival ever. Now it all starts on Saturday. When you go, make sure to bring a non-perishable food bank donation as 
it does mark the biggest food drive of the year for the food bank. Not many know that you can also donate your food tickets that you don't use at the festival. They add up to thousands for our food bank. And speaking of the food bank, it is Pure Later Tackle Hunger Night as the Esks play the Riders tomorrow night at Commonwealth. A huge crowd is expected, of course, because the Riders are playing, but also because of the 50-50. 71 grand from the last game is being carried over. We'll have tickets at 7.35 this morning. And did you know it is possible to find long-term love at a music festival? Just ahead of BBJ this long weekend, here are a few tips to spark that romance, according to a recent survey. Apparently, porta-potty lines are a great place to start since everyone is waiting there, and then you can invite them to the beer gardens after they wash their hands. Don't invite them into the porta-potty. No, don't do that. (laughs) Also, you can set up your campsite to be inviting for everyone, like a 24-hour restaurant, have barbecues and games. And lastly, apps like Tinder can actually be helpful for finding people around you, but hmm. just a reminder to be careful. All right. <laughs> well, oh, man. I never thought about that. That is, that is taking the Big Valley experience to the next level, I'm sure. <laughs> Your like fingers going to be sore from swiping left. <laughs> Barbecues and Tinder. Of course, we will have more Big Valley Jamboree love stories at 635 this morning. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know. All right. I have seen a couple. Uh, I remember <laughs> in the morning, show, doing an early morning Saturday morning show from Big Valley years ago, and I was we we're setting up our equipment just before six and all of a sudden a couple came out of the porta potty and I'm like oh. uh, that is like a different mile high club I don't know what's going on in there but I don't even want to think about it so mm-hmm. yeah anyway, no pressure to be quick we'll be ta- <laughs> we'll be talking <laughs> the opposite of that we'll be talking about that uh, as Jack mentioned coming up in your chance to win tickets to big, big Valley coming up very shortly in less than 10 minutes everybody's proud of where they live their town of where they live where does your town rank in the top 25 in all of Canada a list came out yesterday and there's some uh, pretty cool Alberta places on it. I've got some questions. Maybe you guys got some answers about it. We'll get to that shortly, all right? It's Keith Urban now and Coming Home, Kissing Country, 103.9. You're listening to the Kissing Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, yesterday, this uh, top 25 list came out as far as uh, uh, towns and cities in the great country that we live in. Everybody's proud, and you're convinced uh, that your town should be on the list. Uh, they based it on, I guess, uh, just uh, unemployment rates and how much money the people made, the medium uh, house uh, income in those uh, places, the uh, property taxes, and uh, the weather as well. And uh, you'll be surprised maybe to find out that the first Alberta town or city that makes the list, coming in at number 22, was Bonneville. Where a farm used to be. What? <laughs> Isn't Gord Bamford from? No, no, no. Bonnyville. Bonnyville. Oh, yeah. I was way Just off. outside Cold Lake. Clayton. Isn't Lacombe Clayton. on Clayton. the list too? <laughs> well, <you're... laughs> let, him, let him read it. Clay, Clayton Bellamy is from Bonnyville. That's it. All right. Thank you for joining the show. Number 19. A lot of people are proud of St. Albert. It is on the list at oh, number 19 sure. on the beautiful. list. Yeah, it, it is beautiful. <laughs> I think the, well, because you're a Sherwood Park Sherwood Park guys hate St. Albert. Yeah, I know you guys have this battle. Okay. Uh, you wanted to say that who's from Sherwood? <laughs> Where a farm used to be in St. Albert? Exactly. Number uh, 12 on the list is Red Deer. Man, Red Deer is growing. You drive through really? there. It's unbelievable. Like just Not just the uh, residential areas. It's not areas, just Gasoline Alley anymore. No, it's not. Plus, right? you've seen Gasoline Alley these days? No. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So there's tons of places there now. Okay, number 11 on the list, Camrose, where Big Valley is happening. No way. Yes. Camrose, they say it's uh, basically an older community. It's always kind of been an older community, right? Wasn't it so, like the running joke was it was a retirement home? Nearly deads and nearly weds. Yeah. Something like that. Number seven on the list, Canmore, beautiful place. Oh, right? Just the on the, uh, the tip Love of the, some Canmore. the Canadian Rockies. Number five on the list, hey, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it is uh, 
yes, it's Lacombe. Where a farm used to be. <laughs> there it is. The home of Gord Banford and the number one place in Canada on the list was Oakville, Ontario. So there you go. Hey, how about you? Why is your town, or Matt would say that Sherwood Park is number one on the list because why? I don't know. It's not so stuck up as St. Albert. Okay. There's a more diversity yeah. and differences, yeah. which makes us similar. Yeah. And and the refinery smell is yeah. awesome. Oh, it too. always smells asthma. like dog food. <laughs> <laughs> That's which Mornville. Is wonderful. That's Mornville. That's Mornville. Why can't more than one town smell like dog food? <laughs> That's true. All right. Uh, Jack, you're from Edmonton. so Yes, you... I'm a West Edmonton girl. Yeah. So The I mall. Yeah, I really like the mall. Yes. <laughs> but I lived in Medicine Hat for a summer and it was great. Yeah. And it is the most sunniest place in Canada. What about the wind though? Was no, it that's Lethbridge. But it's not that windy there? <laughs> no, I didn't notice. No. Oh. But close, I would notice. Are there I dinosaurs would... in the ground in Medicine Hat? No. That's from Heller. <laughs> that's from Heller. Tell us why Thorsby's the best, When are you going Chris? on holidays? <laughs> <laughs> I think you need a rest. Never. <laughs> I don't want That's the fun <laughs> fact. <laughs> Thorsby's pretty great. Uh, I love Thorsby, of course. Yeah. All right. Uh, tell us why your town or your city or where you're from. Is- <laughs> you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's the Hunter Brothers. They would say Shotovit, Saskatchewan is the best town in all of Canada. That's what we're talking about this uh, morning because this list was released. And uh, places like St. Albert and Lacombe and Red Deer and Camrose and Canmore were, uh, and Bonneville were all on the list for uh, Alberta. Yeah, so there you go. Lot. But where you live and, uh, you know, why is it number one? Dan texted and says, my hometown is great. It's Tabor, Alberta, the best corn on the cob and Roger's Sugar Factory. Yes. Sugar Factory? Yes. Don't they make chips around there too? I think one of the Lace? lace factories is around there Ooh, too in Tabor. I don't know. Anyways, best corn in the world. Yeah. <laughs> but you can taste the fraud corn. They say it they're from Tabor, but it's not. Oh, okay. yeah, real you stuff. know. Uh-huh. This person says, I come from St. Paul, Alberta. It's the greatest town because it's also Brett Kissel's hometown. And he started Centerfield Music Festival, which has been a lot of fun. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody else says, uh, with that pick two in Nova Scotia, That's uh, they say that's their favorite place. That's where they're from. That's where George Canyon's from originally, too, right? Oh, really? Where? Yeah. Pick two, pick two. Pick two. I just like the name. Pick two, Nova Scotia. Yeah, he moved. He calls High River home now. But yeah, he, he, he's from there as well. Awesome. Uh, wh- why is your town the best? And uh, where is it? Text us now or give us a call. 780-421-1039. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Love. Finding love at Big Valley. We, we talk to people every year. I remember years and years ago, uh, you know, you, you, people would come back because they met at Big Valley. And then maybe we'd even have a little marriage for them and do lots of fun things at Big Valley. So uh, we're looking for those stories in your life. Did you meet your love at Big Valley or maybe? Lots of people meet a love. Yeah. But I don't know if it's a long-term love. Yeah, your long-time love. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, short-term, long-term, doesn't matter. If you've ever had success at Big Valley, let us know. Yeah. All right. Well, success to an extent. <laughs> Define success. A success in finding someone that you Asking you're, people you're, that have had success at Big Valley is like, <laughs> call, call us now if you're breathing right now. I mean, it's like... We should probably warn our text it. provider. We've got to limit text. it down a little bit. Okay. If, did, you, did you find somebody at Big Valley you ended up dating for a, a, a period of time yeah, afterwards? Like at or, least the next week. Or maybe marrying. That's what we're looking for. Right? Say, Jack, you were 18. Would you be subset? Would you have found a long term love at Big Valley if it no. worked out that way? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I would have hoped to, but I don't know. No. I don't know. All right. 780 the first girl he saw. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I have never been single at Big Valley, so I have no clue. And I've been there all 26 years, but. Anyway. Well, hopefully that trend continues. <laughs> <laughs> Year 30 could be an interesting one. It's going to. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You know what? You want to go to Big Valley because, of course, the country music's awesome, but you might even find the love of your life. Just ask Brad. 
Uh, I met my wife at Big Valley. Okay, bring us back to a time. What happened? Uh, we were camping in general camping, and we had a homemade hot tub out of the back of a truck box trailer. Redneck hot tub, yes. She was in the hot tub, and I walked up slightly intoxicated. Yeah. Yelled out, hey, nice honkers. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> So she yelled back, you wish. Yeah. <laughs> Good girl. Years later. <laughs> this is a real coming-of-age love story. <laughs> it is. Yeah. This is Alberta love. <laughs> Have you heard, hey, fellas, you heard it here first. Hey, nice honkers actually works. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Time for your Sheets Head story of the day. Just thinking you might want to do something like this with your stroller. Two Texas men have admitted to stealing a shark from an aquarium in San Antonio and hiding it in a baby stroller to get it out of the aquarium. Genius. There's a video that goes along with this, and no. I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, the footage shows one of the men standing over atop uh, the aquarium grabbing a one-and-a-half-foot-long shark, so it's not like it was an eight-footer, but it's still, you know, uh, that's a big enough shark. He's just scooped it out of there, used the tackle God gave him. Yeah, exactly. And it appears he nods to the other who's holding a bag, they put it in the bag, they put it in the stroller, and they push their little sharky <laughs> off. <laughs> I hope that bag had water. I'm sure it didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. They kept a glad bag full of water ready to go. Why did they steal the shark? Did they give up, like, their motive? No, no. It, it just basically, so they ended up finding the shark. They, you know, aquarium employees noticed. Uh, noted that the, is an uh, ugly kid. Get <laughs> <Yes>. security. <laughs> Not much hair. That kid needs to lose those teeth. Uh, anyway, at the end of the day, they, they recovered it. A good health. Police say the suspects had experience with marine animals and placed the shark in the proper environment. So oh, good. Yeah, so they did, Jack, to answer your <laughs> Thank question. Goodness. So it's obviously, they weren't just two guys that thought, hey, you know what? This We're going to sell a shark. I think they probably had it. They I'd steal a shark. They probably had a plan to sell it yeah. or whatever. So there you go. But they used It's the, creative. They used the baby stroller to get her out of the Those aquarium. Those strollers can carry a lot. Yeah. The next Ocean Eleven's movie is really weird. <laughs> there it is. That is your Sheets Head story of the oh, day. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, we're playing the Don't Blow Up music because we want Jess to not blow it. How are you this morning? I'm good. I know tired. You're, I know you're nervous. You're tired. Oh. Hey, just like everybody else. Um, you have a birthday tomorrow night. I do. So you'd love to go to the football game and celebrate it there. And win the 50-50. Yes. Heck yes. Yes, because that 50-50 will be well over 300 grand by the time they oh, yeah. call oh, that number. Oh, my goodness. It'd be crazy, okay? And, of course, there's a great football game happening, too. Oh, yeah. Four-pack of tickets. Matt's got some towns. They're either small towns in Alberta or Saskatchewan. You say the right province in two out of three, and you're going tomorrow night. Please, 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 I don't want you not to win, okay? Okay. All right, number one. Okay, here we go. Nanton. Is it a town in Alberta or Saskatchewan? Alberta. Oh, she got it. Okay. I was scared, too. My heart's beating. Okay. Okay, here we go. Sedgwick. Is it a town in Alberta or Saskatchewan? Saskatchewan? No. Okay. Why are you asking oh, all the hard ones, Matt? It's oh, okay. Hard. That's okay. But all Jess has to do to go to the football game tomorrow night on her birthday is get this one right, okay? That's why we do two out of three. Here we go. Raymore. Alberta or Saskatchewan? Saskatchewan? Yeah, yeah. She she's doing it. Happy birthday! I have about thirty-five more towns. Uh, Only I, needed three. I had, I had never. I've never heard of Raymore, Saskatchewan. But there you go. Congra- Yay. Congratulations, Jess! You're going. Yay! Yeah, on your birthday. All right, we'll see you there. Get your fifty-fifty and good luck. Okay. 
Okay. Happy right. birthday. All right. Here's Thank Justin so Moore, Kissing Country, 103.9. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Four weeks ago today, I was playing hockey in my old guy hockey that uh, Jack uh, laughs about because uh, you you know what kind of level it is because uh, some of your dad's best buddies play with Yeah, me. my yeah. dad was the quote-unquote coach, which <laughs> yeah. I don't really know what that involved, but yeah. also all of his friends played, and we thought they were so good. We thought they were ex-NHLers that just decided to play like fun hockey. Yeah, then I told you the truth, that we were all really, really cruddy. Because <laughs> you still play with them, and I'm like, what? So I was in I was in pretty good shape at the time. Like I've, I've yeah. Probably the best shape I've been in, in for, probably probably five years. And so I'm, I'm going in on a guy one-on-one close to the end of the game. I it's heard my, it was more of a breakaway. It's my last shift. But anyway, something, what do they call that? The blue line the monster? The blue line monster, gotcha. Tripped me and I fell and, and I fell. I'm like, instantly I'm like, Ooh, that hurt. And I kind of got skating off the ice and I got, got went down on my hands and knees, which I typically do with my sciatic, but it wasn't my sciatic. And it was my ribs and they were feeling kind of tender, uh, to put it mildly. And, uh, my buddy had to carry my hockey bag out of the, uh, out of the rink into my vehicle. And, and I didn't think much about it, got home and popped some ibuprofen and came to work the next day. And, uh, kind of, it was what it was. So then uh, two days later, Matt and I are in a golf tournament at the ranch, right? Remember that golf tournament? And I'm like, man, I don't know if I should go. Today, we had a I, great time. I really didn't notice anything was too different because no, the I'm, swing's bad. I'm a terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a terrible golfer. But the first nine holes were tough. I was like, "Ooh, man, it hurts to swing." And then the, I'm the, like, "Well, Chris, maybe you know, take yeah. a break from running an 8K every day." <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. So anyway, fast forward to two weeks later, I finally it's just not getting any better, and I'm like. They can't do anything, even if my ribs are broken. But I go to the doctor, and sure enough, I've got two broken ribs. And they're like, you golfed with broken ribs? How did you do that? And I'm like, I don't know. And they said, well, don't golf anymore. And, like, take it easy, right? Well, but even before you went to the yeah. doctor and found out the ribs were broken, you'd be like, oh, man, my side's just not getting better. Yeah. My like, Chris, did you go for a run today? He's like, yeah, <laughs> but it was more of a walk. Yeah. Like, it was here's only an 7K. <laughs> yeah, here's an idea. Sit on the couch for a week. Right. So <laughs> anyway, I didn't know I had broken ribs until two weeks after, and they're still they're, – they're, not really feeling much better. And they say it's like six to eight weeks or whatever. And I'm just kind of dealing with it. So that asks, makes us wonder the question, when's the time that you had something broken and you didn't have a clue? Like you've heard those stories of people that were like, oh man, I, you know, my foot hurts. And I'm like, oh, and then they'll like go back to the doctor like two years later and they'll be like, oh yeah, you like had a cracked foot or you had a broken something, right? Mm-hmm. You, Jack, I mean, you, you're accent prone, but you have not yeah, broke anything. I play pretty safe when it comes to sports. Yeah. I don't play ball. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, I think I was surprised about my tailbone being turned up um, from having a baby. I didn't know that happens. Turn, I got it turned down. Turned up for what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so girls, if you had a baby, just so you know, your tailbone's flipped up. Okay. <laughs> I know it's weird. I'm just thinking, do, what is that? Is like flipping a light switch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to work it back down. Not that we, it's not politically correct to look at your tailbone. Tailbone, but I, I, I didn't notice a difference. Don't gander. touch my tailbone. <laughs> <laughs> it's starting to protrude up. We got to keep it down. Oh, man. All right. What about you? Have you broke something in your life and then you found out after you're, you know? Uh, I think the x-ray tech made a mistake, but once they said I had a broken toe and I, and I didn't, okay. like I didn't realize it. Yeah. But when a Mac got hurt, Everybody knew about oh. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was no, like, like, the next There was day. time off work. Yeah. <laughs> if, if Matt had broken ribs right now, it'd be a global news story. <laughs> 780-421-1039. Did you ever break something or have an injury and, you know, it was way more serious than you thought? You found out later? We'd love to hear from you. Here's Emerson Drive. This is Kissin' Country. You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
found out I had broken ribs two weeks after the fact. And uh, we're looking for those kind of stories in your world. Yeah, the injuries you didn't know about. This texter says, at one time I was playing dodgeball and I hurt my ankle. Well, instead of going to the hospital, I just went home. I thought it was just really bruised. Well, fast forward one week later and I finally went in because it wasn't getting any better. And I tore every ligament in my ankle, fractured the bone, and needed an air cast in physio for six months. Jeez. And how long did they wait to do that? A week. Holy <laughs> How are people that tough? I don't know. I know. It's true. This person says, I had three fingers that were broke for two weeks when I was 12, but my dad didn't believe me. And in those two weeks, he had me pick up many square bales from the field and put them in the hayloft. Classic farm dad move. Oh, yeah. I like this one. Tore my rotator cuff in 77, diagnosed in 2002. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, I was in a, um, the obstacle world championship last year in 2017, and I was on the third last obstacle, and I fell off. And knocked the wind out of myself, got up and finished the race, and then had a rough night, but then I had a team race the next day, ran that, and then a charity race after that, so I did about 10 kilometers and I don't know how many obstacles, maybe 8 or 10, and then I went to the hospital the Monday morning and found out I had five broken ribs. Oh my gosh. (gasps) Five ribs. Impressive. (laughs) It was very painful after I found out I broke them. It's funny how once you find out, you're like, oh, that's why this hurts. I'm in exactly. pain now. Better start milking it. <laughs> exactly. You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Um, we're talking about injuries you didn't know you had, like my silly uh, injury falling playing hockey, and then two weeks later I find out I actually do have broken ribs after I've golfed and basically done all the things you never Ran should AK do with every bro- day. broken ribs. Yeah, it was just not wise. My wife is like, now she's at the point where she's like, I am going to strap you down to the chair because as soon as I go out, she's like, you start pushing. Even my leaf blower, she says, You're, they're not going to heal because you use that leaf blower too aggressively. So <laughs> You're doing a lot of like sideways movements? Oh, yeah, I love my leaf blower, so I'm going side to side with it. Anyway, we're looking for your similar stories. Yes, this texter says, this wasn't me, but it was a friend of my brother's when we were growing up. My brother and my friends were jumping off of my dad's big boat that was parked in our yard in the spring. Well, my friends, my brother's friend hurt his leg jumping off of the boat. My dad asked if a fruit roll-up would make it better. Of course, he said, yep. He took the fruit roll-up and walked home the next quarter section along the gravel road. Well, we got a call that night from his parents saying that he actually did break his leg while jumping off of the boat. And then my dad made him walk home. Home. We had no idea. <laughs> Toughens him up. He got a fruit roll up out of it. Yes. His, his leg is more like a fruit Dangling. roll. Dangling. Uh huh. All right. This person says it was hunting season. A farmer in my hometown was out working the field. Well, something came through one of the windows and hit him in the back of the head. He was bleeding, but he kept on working. When he got home later that night, he found out that he was struck in the head with a stray bullet from the <laughs> hunter's rifle. <laughs> All right. Oh my Who goodness. keeps working? The window shatters, you're bleeding. You know what? There is stories. I'm just keep working. There are stories of people that have bullets and like they, they don't have a clue, but somehow they got a bullet in their head. You not remember hearing those stories? I'm sure it happens. But, but like I've you, guessed a few people. I'm just like, if a bullet that. comes through this window and hits me, I am no longer. Was working. that a mosquito? Well, no kidding. Was that a mosquito or a twenty two shell? I can't tell. That mosquito's Yikes. going at a good clip to break that window. But Tracy. Well, this is for me, this is my husband. Took uh Tumbled down the stairs a couple of years ago. It was my first day in a new job. My kids are calling me, Mom, Mom, I think Dad broke his leg and he's 
screaming in the background, don't call your mom, it's fine, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So I got my boss to let me go because I just recently broke my ankle and not known about it for three months. Seems like there's a trend there. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then, so I took him in and they said he had a slight fracture, so they casted him so he wouldn't move his leg. Right. Leg swelled up because the cast was too tight, so we took him back. They did x-rays again, replaced the cast, told him, you have an appointment at the university, the orthopedic surgeon, tomorrow. And he's, what? And he says, well, you've separated your bone, not the main lower leg bone, but the side one. Yeah. And he took me and showed me the x-ray. There was no doubt. Those, that bone was split in two. The man's superhuman. No kidding. He ended up with big pieces and seven screws. Wow. Well, hey, Superman minus the superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> but now he is made of steel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Well, you can get really loud when you hurt yourself, but then you like don't think it's nearly as bad as it was like when Grandpa cuts his pinky off with the saw and then just keeps working. And they did text in afterwards because we were like, this can't be real. And they yeah. said, it is real. He kept going and cut off the top of his ring fingers. <laughs> <laughs> no one believed us What's until they met him on? and saw his missing fingers. Like, oh, Grandpa. <laughs> Zoink. What? Or a little bit. But it wasn't a saw. It was an axe. Oh. <laughs> My sharp one at that. even harder to do. I don't know. It took us. It took the second finger before he realized what was going on. How do you cut your <laughs> finger oh, wow. off with an axe and not realize it? Ask Grandpa. <laughs> okay, Keith, you got a story. So I was a timber framer and we were building the roof, and it was a uh, 12-12 pitch, so 45 degrees. I ended up sliding my knee up the sheeting, and I didn't realize there was a nail sticking out and kind of hit it on it. <sighs> Whatever, you know, it's kind of sore and whatnot. Well, I guess I had internal swelling, and it put a lot of pressure on the knee. Well, I finally went to the doctor. About a month later, when I physically couldn't push the clutch in my truck anymore, and I guess I tore my quad, just ripped it. Oh, man. Ouch. So a year off work and a year of physio and two surgeries later, and I still had issues with it. A year off work, sweet. (laughs) (laughs) That's like, how did you do this? (laughs) You see me climb roofs. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Matt's been pushing all morning. We've been talking about all sorts of different things. I've been giving away BVJ tickets, but Mm -hmm. all he wanted to do today, and sometimes you just got to let him have his way, he wanted to do this thing that's been going crazy on the internet, you say. It's taken over. It's taken over the internet. Yeah, exactly. On Twitter. So, like, these are the people who hand out the Oscars. Right. The Academy. They uh, put out the question to the people. Yeah. uh, Name the plot of your movie or describe the plot of your movie in five words. Your favorite movie. Favorite movie, yeah. Thank you. That was an important part, but that's I did a great job explaining it. Yeah, thank you for that. Okay. Very passionate. (laughs) (laughs) So I wanted to challenge you guys to come up with yours. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know. And then then people can think about it too. So your favorite movie in five words, the plot of your favorite movie in five words, Jack, your favorite movie is? Okay, I'm going to tell you guys in five words, son- takes over dad's legacy. That could be so many movies. <laughs> I know. That's why I needed one more word. <laughs> what would that one more word be? Lion son takes okay. over <laughs> dad's okay, legacy. That helps. Okay, that helps. <laughs> How about like That's a lion fun. or a meerkat and warthog help lion? Oh, yeah, that'd be good, too. <laughs> okay. Of course, that movie would be Finding, the Lion Finding Nemo. Oh, yeah. no. Okay, God. <laughs> okay, that's good. What about yours, Matt? Uh, mine is Angry Teacher Yells at Drummer. Oh, I know. Whiplash. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you even know what that movie is? No, but all right. <laughs> Here's mine. Think, think, see if you can guess it. Everything better with a song. 
Mama Mia. Here, Here I, I go, go again. again. Yes. <laughs> I thought it'd be my big fat Greek wedding too. No, no. That I've, is better with the song. I've moved on. I've moved on. <laughs> Mama Mia too. Yes, exactly. You like the sequels. <laughs> He's a big yeah, second movie guy. I'm the only guy in the world. No baby in the corner. That would be Rocky, right? No, not Rocky. No, million dollar baby? No, no. guys. Uh, flash, no. <laughs> Dirty dancing. Dirty dancing. <laughs> okay. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's all over the internet. Now it's all over Kiss and Country. Your favorite movie, the plot of it, in five words. See if you guys can get this one. Michelle says, there's no crying in baseball. Oh, yeah. That's your one of your favorites, isn't mm-hmm. it? A League of Their Own. Yeah, you got it. Gina Davis does awesome splits. Would be another one for that one. That's true. Uh, Gina says, my favorite movie, Innocent Man Goes to Prison. I originally guessed Green Mile, but that Shawshank wasn't Shawshank Redemption? Shawshank, I'm thinking. I don't know what she didn't say. Okay. <laughs> And blackmailed by boss to Wednesday. Huh? No, to wed. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, what? Blackmailed to boss to wed? Blackmailed by boss to wed. No hmm. idea. I guess I should have read the ones with the answers. She didn't give us <laughs> Can you please send the answer? I feel so incomplete. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Basically, it's your favorite movie. In five words, describe it, like the plot, for example. Yes, for example, I was reading some earlier that I forgot didn't actually have the answers to them. Here's the answers to your questions. Blackmailed by boss to wed. That is the proposal with Ryan Reynolds. Nice. Sandy B. Yep. What about this one? I want what she's having. Oh, Harry Met Sally. You got it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And my movie would be best grown-up Christmas movie ever. Die Hard. Yeah, you got it. Okay, I yeah, like the one true. that said quack, 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 <gasps> oh, quack. yeah. That would be Mighty Ducks. Yeah, right? which one? one I don't know. Two? They didn't give the answer. Yeah. <laughs> How about this one here? I thought of another one. All right. Two idiots return a briefcase. Dumb and dumber. boy. Chris yeah. knows that one. Yeah. Okay, got it. I thought it had something to do with this morning show, but it doesn't. We don't have a briefcase. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. We got two idiots. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kiss and Country. 103.9.